Greetings, Vault Hunters all across the six galaxies. Welcome to the Border Cast. We are live once again at our usual time, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm Mitsu. And I'm Tessichka, coming to you every week to break down all things Borderlands. We hope you've had an amazing holiday season thus far. And speaking of, that means it's our end of the year show time. So that is where we recap everything that this year in Borderlands has held. And we do it with some of our stream team pals. Hi, you guys. Welcome. Welcome. We have Tweety and Moxie and Mystique, and we do have Killer Six. We promise he's there. He's pulling adults on us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the internet has forced us, but we have him here. Don't anyway. at first. Jolts <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it <laughs> you guys thank you so much for joining us from bunkers and badasses to Maurice's vending machine we're going to break down all of the year's highs lows each patch each new edition all in celebration of a whole new year on Pandora and beyond thank you so much for joining us we super super appreciate all of you guys that are watching that are listening on all the platforms we had some technical difficulties at the start, but we're good to go now. So thank you for being here and for your epic patience. You guys are amazing. Indeed. And as uh, to all of you, as we always like to say out there in TV land, we like to take a minute to thank our new listeners on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and those watching right now live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Steam, or later on the VOD on YouTube. And if you are enjoying the program, we would love for you to give us a big old like, follow, or favorite. Uh, you know what? You know what? It's the end of the year. Just insert your reasoning for why you should do it wherever think of it like a like a mad lib a promotional mad lib just whatever you think that you should like this show just put it in there and you know what say it in the comments section i guess that'd be a good way to do it too that way i know why you like this show we'll just hammer all those points home anyway thank you to all four of you for joining tess and i on this the end of the year recap it's so nice to have you um, we have so much to discuss, so let's get right to it. The Borderlands board game. I'm so happy that all four of you are here this time. I kind of feel like I'm on an island because I threw down really, really hard for the Borderlands board game. Please tell me one of you four has also done so. Oh, Mystique, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm a poor, poor uh, girl, um, but um, my boyfriend surprised me and uh, he was like, hey, by the way, um, I got the best edition for you on uh, on this board game. And that was like when it first happened, which I think when it first happened, it was just like the true the true badass one. Mm -hmm. um, but then he accidentally ordered two of them. By, like oh. on accident <laughs> and so and so he was like i don't know if i can change it and and he's like you might have one to give away but then he was able to change it um and he upgraded it to the better one the best one oh nice. the so, ultimate badass edition ultimate badass edition so i and he also got the loot explosion thing it was like the extra add-on thing i think oh. it was like a book or whatever yeah so he got that too but so it, it comes with and he did it within the first 48 hours so he gets the waddle gobbler um and and all that stuff so um and steve yes i'm super excited for all the little extras like it's gonna be a huge box like it's good like it's yeah yeah it's i showed it on screen very yeah. briefly just now it is a huge box there's a ton of stuff and there is an option to be a late pledge. So for those of mm -hmm. us like myself who could not get it before, hopefully <laughs> there's still time to back it. So uh, definitely 
if you're getting this, there's so much in it. There's so many different options for pledges, small and large. It's amazing. I want to play it with everybody in person, hopefully someday. Um, but it's just going to, it's a really, really, really cool, humongous kit of things. Like there's so much to it. It's amazing. If we ever the- actually like meet up somewhere, I'll see if I can like lug it with me. Oh my <laughs> God. So yes. fun. Yeah. You need a suitcase for it itself. I, yeah, probably. Probably have to pick and choose what I bring. Yeah, right. No clothes. Uh, the ultimate vault hunter. Uh, pledge, if I may, if you are a late backer, includes a ton of stuff, including, of course, the core game itself, Skags at the Gates expansion, 15 Skag miniatures, all the free sketch, uh, stretch goals, which include Badassosaurus Rex and Piston in the Ultimate Vault Hunter pledge, should you do it, the Robot Revolution with what? That looks like 15 or 20 new claptrap things that you can have. A tank camp full of tons of tanks of all varieties. An acrylic token pack. Borderlands objective packs, both one and two. An obstacle pack. The loot explosion guide that Mystique Siren just mentioned. Let's see. There is the best minion ever pack. And they threw this in at the end after having Krieg and Gage and Axton and clones and Zane and Flack and pets and everything else that they threw at you for all those different uh, uh, statues that you can get for being a backer. They also said, ah, fudge it. Let's throw Moxie in there for free. So (laughs) Moxie's in there now too. And yeah. I don't mean you, Moxie. <laughs> I saw that wave. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I love that Not confusion. You. I, I, I think that confusion is one of the best parts of mm. Borderlands. The confusion of Moxie and Moxie. Like someday I want to see them together next to each other. Like maybe one of the cosplayers <laughs> and our Moxie like just hugging or something. It'll be really confusing and awesome. Please, one of the amazing cosplayers make that happen. Just go hug at Moxie. The, at the movie premiere, yes. you have to have Gina Gershon stand next to Moxie. Oh my God, yes, please. <laughs> can, can we have Moxie cosplay as Moxie? <laughs> oh my God, that would be really Mo- confusing. What would that take, Moxie? What would that take to get you to cosplay as Moxie? I don't know. <laughs> no, I got spot. it. I got it. Here's, here's, here's what you do, right? In May, St. Jude Play Live Summit. Yeah. Yes. Throw down fifty thousand dollars stretch goal. If they hit it, you got to do it. Make I, it for St. Jude. Yeah, for the kids. You yeah, got to do it for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. Just, just the link can help you. That's an idea. That's an idea. Honestly, that would be fun. I'm sure the if they make if they make the outfit in my size because I've I've looked it up before and. Usually the sizes are well. I guarantee you. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Jessalyn Cupcake, who's hanging out in the Twitch chat, just said, "I'm gonna screenshot this." She says, "I can make him a custom outfit." So fifty thousand dollars for the kids, and Moxie and Jessalyn getting together, <laughs> making it happen. Thank I'm you, just Jess. saying, uh, one of the most prominent members of our sister community uh, over Dado. Dado has dressed up as Moxie before too, so yep. we got to get in the game here. Okay, you know? all right, yeah. get, bring it. Let's do it. Yes, <laughs> you heard it, oh boy. You heard it. Let's go. Fifty k. Said make this happen. Yep. Yeah, she, she's on it. Oh boy, it's gonna be so good. I can't wait for the pictures in the video. Oh my god. Do you know what's even better when he's got to do the makeup? Yes. I want to see the makeup. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 
What are they going to do about your beard? They've got to cover that up too. It's it's a bearded moxie. I think think the beard will be included in that cosplay. I think think it has to, there's a way. There's always a way where there's a will. There's a way. And there's definitely a will in this community. So. Hold on, somebody Moxie, car crashed me. Max, if you need me to come measure your end seam, let me know. <laughs> wow. All right, so we've already started uh, a train wreck from a board game. <laughs> Moving Sorry. right. No, Sorry this I is brought phenomenal. It, <laughs> it was. It was going to happen regardless. Moving right along, Marisa's vending machine has uh, transferred locations once again. Does anybody offhand know where it is real quick, or should I just announce it based on where it is? Moxie? We found it. Um, It's on Electricity, right where Moxie's bar is. It's got the Lob Monocle and Old Radian. It's a Lob? Yeah, Lob. Very nice. Cool. Worth, Worth a trip. Also, electricity is like one of the best places in the world. You should definitely go there if you haven't already somehow, if, you're, if you've been living under a rock. Um, it's just a nice place and you can get good things there. Yeah. You need uh, to look at Moxie. Yes. And you can look Other at Moxie. Moxie. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Lob, I can't say enough good things about it. If you haven't gotten one yet, it is a super fun gun to use. Definitely take the time to at least get one and experience it in Borderlands because it's super fun. And what a, you will probably love it. What a glow up that weapon had. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> From the beginning of the game. Yes. Everyone's like, ew, ew, what is this? And then it turned to, give it to me. <laughs> when you get the an knob. arms race, <laughs> you're set. Pretty good. I would say, I would say don't sleep on the monocle either. That thing with the ties that bind Amara or a flak, you can do some crazy stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I miss when I use snipers, so I'm like K6 when I use snipers. Oh. I miss constantly. Oh, oh, you're not K6 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not K6 or Mystic Siren, then you should definitely get the monocle. Just saying. <laughs> I feel like the monocle is probably a little overlooked. All things yeah, considered, we don't usually talk of, about it. It's underappreciated. Underappreciated. So go get you one. It's so much zoom though. (laughs) (laughs) It is. That's my only caveat or thing I don't like about it. I get yelled at when I'm using it because I hip fire most of my guns, even snipers. And so I'm just sitting there hip firing the monocle and I get yelled at in chat. And I'm like, leave me there. Yeah. (laughs) Hip firing is so nice. But yeah, with with snipers, it's just hard because I feel like it like snipers block your field of view. But there's a time and a place for them. There's mm-hmm. a time and a place and a play style for everyone in this game, which is actually a really, really uh, underscored fact by a tweet that Moxie put out and a YouTube video that he made recently. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but um, no, that's fine. It's good. Yeah, there's there's a lot more balance in this game than I think anybody realizes. Moxie did a poll on Twitter, uh, and what were the percentages? Let's see if I can. I think I have this open actually. I do. So, uh, Moxie asked Borderlands 3 launched September 13th, 2019. It's now almost 2022. In these two and a half years or two plus years, which Vault Hunters 
which Vault Hunter is your most played character of all time? This is a question to the community, right? Um, kind of curious to see the result. Moxie's was Amara, of course. Mine was Moe's, of course. <laughs> um, but Moe's had 28%. Amara had 24% overall. Zane had 25%. And Flack had 24%. And that's 15,000 votes. This isn't like a tiny sample size. That's a huge number. First of all, huge congrats for getting that many votes on your poll, Moxie. That's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. That's like scientifically accurate, I think. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, that kind of balance is absolutely crazy. Like absolutely crazy that, you know, two years in, people have this evenly spread out amongst the characters, right? And a lot of people have tried all the characters. I know a lot of us on the team have because we just play the game so much. But I think just a lot of people in general, more people than in previous games have tried all of the characters. And it's so evenly spread. And that just speaks to how much they've optimized and balanced and the variety of play styles that all the characters can accommodate because i know like i play super differently than moxie plays for example right um and in k6 and mystique maybe can't use snipers but they actually play pretty differently <laughs> right from each other and like mitsu's totally zane 1000 percent. i used to be amara but i'm now all about mo's and Tweety plays another way, right? And and like she likes to find secrets and do all these different things. And everybody just has a different play style. And this game can accommodate all of them with all of the characters. And that is incredible. They've done such a good job with it. If I didn't get I... to vote. So ta tack one on there for Amara. <laughs> nice. Get it all to 25. <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, there was a poll in the Reddit, subreddit, before the game launched about what character you were going to play. And I based part of my decision off of this. That's why I remember it. But it was like 40% were going flack. Um, so interesting that that evened out. And it was like maybe 15 to 18% were going Amara. Part of the reason I picked Amara first. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy that it's it's even now like that. And all the characters, like everyone's like, oh, what's the best character? Like they're all, you can literally do all the content with all of them. Yeah, that's it. It is crazy that it evened out so much because I remember that too. Even I started with Flack, and I love Amara, and I really love Moe's. I didn't start playing Moe's until about a year ago, about a year in or so. Um, Moe's was my last character I played. I played all of them before I played Moe's, but Moe's is my second favorite. Huh. I blame Triple G. He made GT Shorty, and the rest is literally history. <laughs> I remember that. That, I, was, I, that was thanks to Ultimate Vault Hunters, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much cool stuff has happened in the last two years, you guys. We're going to talk about it more, but my heart is full uh, this year. This end of year, my heart is very full. It's very cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Moxie also, by the way, has actually produced an end-of-the-year recap video that's very cool. Um, I do have it pulled up to show people. I don't know if we want to play the whole thing or should we, is there like a favorite moment? Well, so, so we don't get a copyright strike. Let's ask Moxie. Moxie, yeah. do we have permission <laughs> to play your video here on the border cast? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> go on. Know, by the way, there's no pressure. Like, Yeah, of course you can play it. <laughs> oh, it's super low. I'm so sorry. 
Yo guys, what is up? Maxon of Borderlands 3 video, and today we are taking a look back at Borderlands 3 in 2021. There were so many different crazy moments, patches, content drops, nerfs, buffs that happened this year, and this video serves to look back at all those things, especially because we're moving on from Borderlands 3, realistically, uh, gonna be moving on to Wonderlands in 2022. And this game is so special to me and so special to other people. So I wanna highlight some of the best moments from some of the most awesome people in the community. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. It took a lot of effort to find all these clips. And uh, if you do enjoy the video, be sure to drop a like, comment, and subscribe, and also go follow all the awesome creators that were featured in this video. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get right into the video. Oh, ho, 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 ho. look at this. The I see a K6. 2,996 times two. It is now 19,174 times two. That is a buff. <laughs> Does anyone know what the chance of it to fall out of my hand is? Oh, no, no, no. Hey, we finally get the director's cut and our first ever proper Borderlands 3 raid boss. I am so excited. I've been waiting for a raid boss for so long, and I cannot wait to see what's in store with us. Next up, vault cards. Vault cards and the rewards, daily challenges, and multi-tiered weekly challenges. Uh, those will be in your, like, events tab. <laughs> Yikes. All right, boys, it's looking grim. I don't think we're gonna get one in here. No, three chests to go. Well, guys, uh, I guess I will just go ahead and start out this oh, video. Uh, look what you have! Ah, let's get it! Let's go! <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to sanctuary. I'm going to sanctuary. I'm going to Disney sanctuary, bro. I'll see. Today we're taking a look at the new black market vending machine. Now, this is very similar to how Zer works in Destiny. This is a vendor that'll be changing locations to a random part of Borderlands every week and is going to be carrying some of the best gear in the game. There might be a better option than this, but I can tell you without a shadow of the doubt, this is definitely one of the top five shields in Borderlands 3. Shield is essentially a love letter to all of those who love the B shield in Borderlands 2 and not even like the final version of the B shield. We're talking like the very first version of the B shield before it got nerfed. It's crazy strong, it's crazy good, and it's a must have for all four vault hunters in my opinion. Constantly recharge my shield with a bloodletter, but that's harder than for me. Nice. <laughs> what? Okay, I guess what? <laughs> this is awesome. Mavorus is here and it is a battle of the ages. It is a fairly decent length fight. Expect to be in this fight for three or four minutes. Lazy just being a ridiculous badass, of course. <laughs> Lazy things. Always. Jolt's things too. This is such a great video, Moxie. Thank you so much for letting us show it and for making it for the community. That's so nice. <laughs> Today I've got some really exciting news. The reveal for the new game from Gearbox and 2K was just tweeted out. We know when it's going to be announced. Oh, turns out, it seems like it's a reference to the alignment system in Dungeons and Dragons, which is super interesting. My goodness, this trailer is so amazing. <laughs> We've been asking for like melee weapons in Borderlands 3 or Borderlands for so long. And the fact that this could be a game that introduces melee weapons into a Borderlands or a Borderlands-esque spinoff makes me so, so excited. 
So to start us off, Vault card number two drops today, which is Borderlands, basically like equivalent of a season pass. Forward to these, I really, really want to know what this artifact is. Holy mother of God. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh my goodness. This is, it just, it looks like pre, uh, pre-nerf. Because enemies drop extra cash when killed, and when we pick it up, we get 10% more fire rate and max size. I, I can't imagine this one's going to be that great, but let's, let's see what it, it does here. So... Right off the bat, uh, this thing really sucks. Really bad. Oh, wait, is that cash? Oh, we have cash. There we go. Okay, we, we got cash. We're going to pick it up. And oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, my God. Now we have a... Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This thing <laughs> fires faster than I do when I have to sit. Today, we've got some exciting Borderlands <laughs> There is a new Gearbox created and run community challenge that starts in two days that is going to task players with killing hundreds of thousands I of love enemies these and bosses across the galaxy. In they were super fun. Cool mm -hmm. prizes. This is your end. Well, <laughs> clap. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> the third and final vault card for all players who own the director's cut that's dlc six in case you're wondering or the second half of season pass two if you bought season pass two this adds a toggle for true trials event nice that gives us a nice additional in-game challenge oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Old Blade Fury. <laughs> so good. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry, son. Oh my. It's over. I don't even want to talk about right, well, it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Oh, okay, six, your uh. face. <laughs> oh it needs to be God. an emote. Yes, it does. I want that. Please. Oh my God. See, we have K6's face on the stream today. <laughs> I love Triple D's reaction. <laughs> yes, I love it. screams. That's it. I love it. It was like interrupted screams. It was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh hollow. So I had cute. the same reaction with uh with uh Remnant after it got nerfed oh um, no with the seer i had that same exact reaction oh. like that yeah <laughs> that was a five trillion hp grave ward that's oh why i was excited god that <laughs> is a lot of damage so much. <laughs> <laughs>
dog. Oh my god, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when I was watching this. Quag, what did you do? Yeah. Uh, oh, 138,000 for St. Jude. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. So good. So, 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 so good. Seriously, here is to 2022. Uh, thank you so much, Moxie, for making that video, for putting all that together, and for letting us show it here on the Bordercast. We are so lucky to be in this community and to be able to like bring you guys cool stuff from the community and bring you news. We've been so lucky to do that and to talk about all the news, talk about all the things. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. It's it's just been an incredible ride. It's a, it's a very fun video to make. I like doing it. The thing that's <laughs> tough is there's so many people in the yeah. Borderlands community. I tried to get everyone that sent me clips in, in it but like there's creators in on YouTube, for example, that make tons of Borderlands videos that I don't see on Twitch or don't see on Twitter. And there's there's so many cool people that make content. So yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a good problem to have when there's just too many good people in the community, right? But yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a huge shout out to absolutely everybody that has participated in all of the hunts um, and raised money or donated their time or funds or anything at all. You guys are all amazing. We'll talk about the hunt more in a little bit, but we're just so lucky to get to raise money for kids. It's insane. And as a community, this community has done so much. It's a family and it's an amazing one. Yeah. <laughs> So we've we've seen a recap video and obviously we're going to get a little bit more in depth into that. But I figured because we are a community of nerds who love sats, I would ramble off a bunch of stats provided by the impeccable uh, Mario Rodriguez or uh, Drigma, if you've ever seen him in chat. Yes, I just blew up his spot. Sorry, bud. I love you. Um, he has tweeted out several different statistics that I found very interesting, and uh, maybe you all will too. We actually have a graphic close... for it. <laughs> yes, we do too. Uh, since September of 2019, Borderlands 3 has had 21 patches, six DLCs, five free content packs, thousands of hotfixes, 30 maps, 132 pieces of gear, one new game mode, Four new skill trees, raid bosses, if you know, you know, Bing. eight character model swaps, behind the scenes content, three vault cards, diamond loot room, many, many cosmetics, 31 pieces of gear for free out of takedowns, events, quality of life improvements, 20 plus cosmetics, mayhem 2.0, dedicated loot pools, true takedowns, true trials, level cap increases, SDU expansions, mission rewards, Borderlands Science, Earl's reroll, Black Market, and many, many more. Overall, he goes on to state that they have almost doubled the amount of content in the game through DLCs and free content. And he goes on to state further that he's incredibly proud of everything that the teams have accomplished, and he cannot wait to see what happens in the future. That's just incredible. Huge shout out to Sheriff Pyrek for putting that graphic together for us. And it is, honestly, it's just, it's an amazing amount of stuff. The support that Gearbox and the love that Gearbox has like poured into this game and community since the game launched, since before the game launched even, 
um, has just been unreal. And like, I think we're so lucky as as gamers and as creators and as members of the community to just benefit from it. They've worked so hard. These developers, this company, they've worked so hard uh, to work with the community to be transparent with the community and just to make the game as fun for us as possible. And it's crazy how much they've accomplished in, in these two years, how much they've supported it in these two years. We're so, so, so lucky, I think. Extremely. So the table has been set. We had uh, a bit of a recap video from Moxie. Let's get right into it. The first thing that I wanted to highlight this year was early in the year, Arms Race had its various events, which then, the recently added game mode had some seasonal tweaks that made the survival spinoff a little bit more palatable for some. So some of you may have forgotten this, but there was Clear Skies, in which enemies had a chance to drop better loot, and the Murder Cane Circle would take forever, or much longer anyway, to actually close in, the Extra Extra Extraction, and the Gear Rush events. Um, what are some of all of your favorite moments from all of those events, and do you feel that they really improved arm race to a point that perhaps hopefully in the future, they kind of take some of the ideas from these events and implement them further in whatever comes next, Wonderlands or beyond. Um, I really enjoyed the clear skies, um, giving you a little extra time to get the, that loot that you normally couldn't get and be able to go to multiple chests that you normally would only be able to go to one, um, which is really nice. So, like, I think I think if they did stuff like um, where, you know, you, obviously you get money as you go through arms race. What if they had like a machine where you could buy clear skies or like you could Ooh. you could extend your time on the on the murder cane um, or or some just something like that, like like almost like boosters, um, like a like an enemy maybe has a chance to drop something that you can like a, like a moxie tail, kind of like a moxie tail, like you can drink it and it gives you clear skies or it gives you extra extractions or it gives you this or it gives you that. Um, I think that would be really cool like to implement something like that into there. Um, or like you get something that just automatically drops like a red chest for you or something, you know, just something just, just, and it's rare, obviously. Like it's, it's about as rare as maybe getting, you know, a legendary would be, you know, in, in arms race. Cause they're, they're not like as plentiful, <laughs> um in arms race as it uh as they are in their normal game so but i really enjoyed clear skies because i was able to actually go and farm for my class com that i really really wanted so mm. i love that idea so much that's a great idea super cool you can take it what what um <laughs> what were some of your like favorite memories from arms race over the past year arms race drops are hard to get what you want overall mm. especially before anointment rerolls Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, one of the best additions <laughs> to the game, because you would you would have to farm for so long for a nice like dark army plasma coil. Not even like comms are besides any point because those are just tough with all their secondary rolls and everything like that. But overall, like I I loved um, going to arms race with other people. Like co op arms race is a lot of fun. Um, and it's very different than like the regular campaign with co-op because like you're all in the same playing field and I just find a lot of fun. And then some people get left behind in the storm and you got to go save them. <laughs> so it turns into a rescue mission. So it just causes a lot of shenanigans and it's a lot of fun. 
Are you calling someone out right now? Well, you just go ahead and say their name. name. I mean, karma gets lost sometimes. It's just how that works. (laughs) I assume that was his default state in real life, too. Poor karma. He just sees something and he goes. He doesn't stop. See, Tweety, you're such a nice person. You go and you save your friends. My favorite moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my favorite moment is actually um, I was not saved. I was exploded by Killer Six. Yeah. (laughs) Been there, done that. Blown up a barrel. It was a blast, though. I can't really complain. Oh, I get it. It was a blast. That's that's good. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite moment was Moxie killing me with a Jericho in arms race. I, the the moment of power I felt when I saw that thing pop out of the chest chest and K6 was right next to me. <laughs> it's like the world was in your hands at that point. <laughs> yeah. okay. A Jericho of all things. Really? Really? I'm no longer <laughs> no longer doing team damage, I'm pretty sure. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Everything is subject to change in this game. You know what would be great? I just thought of this. A hide and seek where you had to hit your the people that were hiding with Jerichos. <laughs> and that's how you tag them. Yeah. Oh my God. I just want hide and seek in this game. I hope and and wonder if that'll be a thing in Wonderlands. Cause I feel like that'll be even more fun there. Cause I mean you've got like got different characters, a whole different world to play in. You don't necessarily know all the nooks and crannies. I feel like we've gotten to know the Borderlands so well in the last two years we definitely don't know every nook and cranny because there are so many but we know it pretty well but like with wonderlands if there was a way to turn off the hud we could play hide and seek and there's probably going to be so many places to like squirrel yourself away it would be so cool just saying (laughs) agreed arms race was a lot of fun but moving forward another show that we enjoy here on the program came to an end, at least for the foreseeable future. The Borderlands show had its 10th episode, and since then, we really haven't heard much from them. So I guess the default is just to kind of be like, ah, I guess they're putting it on the shelf for now, and hopefully it'll come back in the future. But uh, I, I really enjoyed watching and being on the Borderlands show, uh, being out there in San Francisco, getting to hang out with Greg and Fran. Uh, they were absolutely wonderful people, and, you know, Everything that I got to do while I was there, I got to learn so much. I got to have personal interactions with with uh, Graham and Anthony and get their insights and just like BS with them a little bit, which was cool because you don't you don't get to to do that as much. Um, Tess, I know you were out there, too. How was your time? Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I got to go with Liz, 55, who is one of the most incredible humans I've ever been lucky enough to know and it was also a member of our creative team here and uh, we went out there together and we got to play with those guys and it was such a blast we absolutely had so much fun just playing with them and learning from them I had so many tech questions because we walked into their like studios their old studios I guess because they've moved but um, at the time it was all very new to me and they had all of this gear and all of these different things and I was like technology Tell me all the things. So it was just really cool to pick their brains. And it was a total blast, of course, playing with them and sort of hearing their banter and having some fun banter with Liz. And just a really good experience. We definitely, uh, Mitsu and myself and Liz as well with um, the Ultimate Vault Hunter show, we were all very much inspired by those guys and, and learned from them. And we've just benefited from their experience and their contribution. And so 
I would love to see them, you know, come back in some way, shape, or form for Wonderlands or to work with them again in any way that we could. We're just lucky to have uh, experienced that, I think. Yes. Um, K6, do you have a favorite moment from the Borderlands show? Maybe something that was revealed on it or a segment that you particularly enjoyed? I always love when uh, Greg would show up without a shirt on and be the Ask a Psycho. Wait, that was Greg? <gasps> well, I, mean, I think it was a psycho named Greg. I don't know that it was the actual oh, Greg. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense then. Uh, Moxie, same question. Uh, K6 took my answer. <laughs> wait, There's so everybody did like Ask a Psycho? Yeah, so oh, wait, yeah. everybody amazing. like Ask a Psycho? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. What's that's not that, to like about it. I don't know, but I, I, nipples. you know, whenever <laughs> oh, that's fair. I was like, I was like, oh gosh, I was like, are they gonna get banned? I was like, oh no, that was the first thought I had the first time it it showed up on Twitch. Too, I was like, oh god, I because it was at one point against the rules. I don't think it was against the rules when they did that, but there was a time. Which has been the wild, mm -hmm. wild west for a long time, you guys. Um, and some of us have been yeah. on it for a very, very long time, okay? Yep. So there was a moment when that was not okay to do. And so my first thought was like, oh, God. And then I was like, wait. It's like 2019. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, I will miss that show hopefully it does come back in the future i'd like to see them maybe do something for wonderlands or you know in the event that we finally get around to borderlands 4 if when wherever that is we'll get to hang out with them again because that'll be a wonderful time tales from the borderlands made a triumphant return to various sales platforms after having been removed because unfortunately telltale had to shutter their doors i finished it tess i know you finished it several times mystique siren have you played Tales from the Borderlands yet? Yes, I okay. played it quite a few years ago. Excellent. Um, okay, yeah, we, so. we won't shame you, but I know, I know at least one of you. <laughs> That's why I started with not that person. <laughs> would would that so person good. like to raise their hand at this time? <laughs> Wait, has everybody really? actually that... played it? Well, we can't see K6's hand. He's played it. He's played Tales. <laughs> he's played it. Oh my god! Oh my god! I played Tales, but it was the first Borderlands game that I played, so I didn't know any references <laughs> whatsoever, and I was very confused. But somehow, I enjoyed it enough to then play Borderlands too. So you I did play it. You have a unique perspective then as somebody who played yeah. Tales first. Yeah, yeah. I, very strange. I did it very <laughs> out of order. And I've yet to go back to it, but I will at some point. Yeah, did, you, I mean, did you have any like ideas or expectations going into it? That... I saw shiny loot lasers and I liked it. That was <laughs> my main takeaway oh, that I loved from it. I'm like, that looks super cool. And there was a lot of fighting and everything and there was like the people in it were super cool and that's what kind of pushed me to try out borderlands too lasers yeah dude lasers, lasers are always pineapples. so cool laser pineapples <laughs> <laughs> laser pineapples yes so good oh my god i definitely also played the so game much fun. Order, but yeah hills is just so good i just okay my one sort of i don't know if this is a regret because it wasn't 
obviously my choice. I don't know. My one like sort of ask for the universe is for Gordis to somehow make it back into the lands and worlds of the Borderlands so that we can experience hanging out with her again. I mean, you can play Tales from the Borderlands again and then see her that way, of course, which is fantastic that it's back. You can buy it again. So psyched for that. But I want her in the Borderlands somehow because I love her. Gordis is such a good Gordis. character. Yeah. Gordis Everybody's is like the Tweety expert of Borderlands. Yes. <laughs> so pure and innocent and sweet. Yes. That is an excellent allegory. Um, so it's good to see Tails back. It is also good to see The Hunt. The Hunt in parts one and two came back this year. And the, the first question I actually wanted to ask is, uh, what are some of the, the initial impressions you had, K6, from the, the results of The Hunt part one? Yeah, so obviously with the first hunt, we did really, really well, which, you know, I think we kind of talked about this before, you know, not having some of the big names from the community that had been around for years in Borderlands 2, there was sort of a lower expectation that, you know, maybe we wouldn't raise as much money for the kids of St. Jude, but we actually surpassed like previous years uh, high totals. So I was really excited about that. And then obviously with the... uh the winter hunt we even went further thanks to a huge donation from the 2k foundation of twenty five thousand dollars which just i'm still trying to recover from that one <laughs> you're so, so it's been an amazing year it was so awesome of them to do that i saw that on twitter i think i saw your tweet about it and it was just like my my jaw dropped my face was just like what oh my god that's i mean it's so like them to do something like that it's just amazing it's amazing saint jude's for anyone that somehow might not know about what they are uh saint jude's is a children's hospital it's a research hospital in north america they try to uh their basically main goal is to eliminate childhood cancer in the world they open source all of their research so that they can work with hospitals and research centers all over the world um so they're not it's not just a north american thing um but they also treat uh, children in North America, and uh, they they never ever charge the families anything. They try to cover costs of travel and uh, housing and bills, even everything, so that the families can just focus on getting their child well. Um, they've been at this for like almost fifty years, I think, or more, and they've more, yeah, more, Plus, I think, more. Um, and they've uh, they've raised the survivability from something like two percent of of a lot of childhood cancers to eighty four percent or higher. Um, the numbers keep going up, and I'm not up to date on what they currently are, but, I mean, it was 84%, I think, a few years ago, and that's insane. They've done so much good. They work with terminal illnesses besides cancer as well. It's just an amazing hospital. It's an amazing cause. And we as streamers and content creators are so lucky that we get to play video games and raise money for such an amazing cause. And not only do we get to do that, we get to play our favorite game like Borderlands, our favorite franchise, and the amazing support that we get from both the developers of the game and the publishers of the game, Gearbox, 2K, like they've they've provided prizes, they've provided all kind of support, and then of course 2K, their foundation, their charitable foundation arm donated that $25,000, which is just, my, honestly, like, it, that alone makes me want to cry because, like, happy tears, because it's just... It's such an honor to be a part of 
this group of people that have worked so hard, K6 and Tweety and Moxie and Mystique and Mitsu, they've all worked so hard to raise money for St. Jude's over the years. And all of our creators have, and it, it's just incredible. It's an incredible group of people on Twitch and YouTube and elsewhere, Facebook even, that have come together for such a good cause. The hunt does so much good. And I'm so excited and hopeful that we see it show up in Wonderlands because that that would be really fun. <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm very excited. I hope it happens. At the time, K6, did you did you think once the hunt part one had ended that you would do yet another one just nine months later? Um, not not initially. Like that was one of those things that for years we've just done one per year. But the idea of doing a winter and a summer one, just like that, that's really exciting to me. It's, you know, obviously two opportunities to, to raise money for the kids of St. Jude, but it's also two opportunities for us to have like this big friendly competition in the community. And I just absolutely love it. it it's always a wonderful event. Um, Tweety, we'll start with you on this one. What were some of your highlights from, you can pick either Hunt or both. Uh, what were some of your highlights from the Hunt this year? Um, well, just with this last hunt, the Hunt Goes Bar one, my community raised over total now $20,000 for St. Jude, which is lovely. We just wow. hit that, like, just barely hit it, but it was amazing. Um, but with this previous hunt, I couldn't put a whole bunch of time because it just, it stacked up along with my finals for school. So that was a little rough, <laughs> but uh with the arms race the short time i did get to play it this year um i had a double calm drop in the first like three runs that i did for arms race and it made a lot of people a little angry <laughs> because <laughs> the comms are so awful to get that was great it was amazing moxie how about you bud um i did the hunt this year because i wasn't like competing, but more doing it for uh, fun and to raise money for a good cause as a one life where donations could delete my gear. And I got my first ever oh, no. cloning maddening tracker, which I freaked out about. And then someone oh, donated a hundred dollars no. to delete it. Got him. <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> Worth it for the kids, but Worth oh. It. <laughs> Mystique. You know what um, I'm going to ask you. I, there was a few. One short. Like, uh, well, one short. Okay. That, that's how many, how many you were, you were one piece of gear short from completing your list. Yeah. yeah. Which one was it? Uh, the Spycom. K6 was there to witness it too. Um, <laughs> and I, I literally that whole day, I just needed arms race. The very last day I just needed arms race gear and I got a lot of it really early on and um and then a previous day k6 and i played together and i got the most calm because he was playing mose and then he got to kenzie calm because i was playing amara um and so it was like down to the wire and i was just bum rushing the the the, the spy calm chest like just dying and then if i didn't get a die i would just reset um and I got it an hour and a half after the hunt ended. And I got two in each chest. I got one oh in each chest. <laughs> oh, I got man. it. Yeah. Yeah. I got spot. Yeah. I was so angry. I was so angry. So technically, I completed it. I just didn't complete it in 
the the you know the deadline it was an hour and a half afterwards i i got my spycom so Oh my but god. But it was still we raised uh 20 was like 23 20 2200 2300 this hunt. Oof. Um 1500 nice. last hunt and then by other previous hunts I think was like was like 600 to 500 when I was a wee little streamer. Um <laughs> but uh but yeah so so we've we've raised quite a bit of money and it's it's awesome. And I I was I was like I wasn't sure that we were going to raise that much money. Cause it was, you know, during Christmas and during the holidays and, and I started with a $500 goal and it got crushed a lot. <laughs> I just kept up in it and it kept getting crushed. So it was really awesome. That's how it did. So, yeah. yeah. And you were what 13th in, in the whole list of, of like, yeah. Of, yeah, it's amazing. yeah. So even if I would have got the Spycom like by, by before the deadline, it still wouldn't have changed my place in the hunt i still would have gotten 13th so it was like whatever you know um but i think one of the the best things was when brock um um and uh a few of us were doing hemovorous and it took us three hours to get the sniper so and when we finally got it we all just screamed i bet Oh my yeah. God. Who, who got yeah, the credit for it? It was so we all were doing coopetition. Oh, okay. And so it, it was one drop for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was me, uh, Brock, Darkest Dame, um, and then someone else that was also partaking in the hunt. Um, it was K six, but then he had to he had to go take a break. Um, so unfortunately, we didn't get to get it with K six. But uh, yeah, the it was it was like when we got it. There's a clip of us just all freaking out and screaming, and <laughs> just and it was like we none of us wanted it, none of us cared about it, but we finally got it, and it was just it was it was a great moment. It took us three hours, three hours of grinding to get that. Yeah, oh it was awful. God. It was a victory screech. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That was a war cry, is what that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Also, a side funny moment was Dammit Hal shaving his eyebrows off. Oh, my yes. God. Wait, I didn't. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember that. I do remember that. Oh, my God. That was good. That was very good. So good. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's an emote. There's an emote of it. Yes. There is. There is. It is a travesty. Um, Moving right along, there... As Mario put it, there were tons, thousands of hotfixes, weapon adjustments, all of these different things to make Borderlands 3 feel like a more balanced and complete game. What were some of all of your favorite changes in gear from the past year? And I'm going to start this time with Mystique Siren. Sorry, someone is asking me about my, my bunny and stream, and so I was distracted. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. There's There's been thousands of hotfixes this past yes. year. Yes, yes. Gear has changed significantly in some ways. Yes. What is, or what are, I should say, some of your favorite changes, or a favorite change if you just want to highlight one, uh, oh, that man. has made the game feel a more complete game for you over the past year? Oh, I know. Man. We I asked the um, thought provoking question. That's here. hard. Um, I would say the one that I because I'm an Amara main. Mm. So the one that I'm most was most most excited for that I was like we were all wanting that we were all very like like when are we gonna get it? When are we gonna get it? When are we gonna get it? And it was fixing expedite. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Because ball ball was fun, but ball wasn't practical. 
a lot of times because even if you had like max points into restless which i I think it was restless that gives you like the extra cool the cooldown um your ball still would just it would just take forever to to you know with certain builds it would just take forever to you know go come back so um i just i having expedite just made amara even greater of of a of a you know of a character to play um and ball i've had so much fun doing new builds since expedite came out i actually made a red and purple tree capstone build and i'm absolutely in love with it so i can ties the bind and ball at any time so i can mob with my ball or my ties the bind but i can also boss with my ball and it's just it's just it's just been so much fun and it's because of expedite because normally i would capstone blue tree because of the avatar so i use my action skill twice but with expedite i don't really need that so i think expedite was definitely my top one mm. um that's not really a gun but it, no, was, it's it was it was yeah it was definitely my favorite fix <laughs> so moxie are you mad that mystique siren took your answer expedite <laughs> 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 was Sorry. a very good change though yeah yeah mar really needed it um my favorite buff was i think the rowan's call because that was a weapon that I really enjoyed using when the game first came out, and then the extra projectile change happened, and then it wasn't very good. And I think they buffed it by 300%. Uh, it's been my favorite weapon to use recently, uh, especially on Amara. It's so, so good. And then the Butcher change. The, the Butcher the butcher is like also a very cool shotgun. It was just a waste of your time shooting it because it consumed all your ammo and didn't kill anything. And they reworked it to, uh, like, you don't even need ammo regen and you'll never reload it. Like, on any character, you just don't need ammo regen. It doesn't reload and it does a ton of damage. Um, And so that thing is absolute carnage. I really like it. (laughs) The Butcher, I got that in the hunt at level 12, and it took me to level, like, 25. The Butcher. Like, that's how powerful that thing is. I was, I didn't realize that it was that good. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tweety, how are you feeling about everything in terms of the state of the game? Um, I like it. The one of the kind of side guns that I've always liked the feel of, like shooting a whole bunch and mobbing with, is the companion. And that got a, a buff <laughs> like a little way through. It just feels so nice as the pistol. I wish I could use it more like more end game stuff, but when you get it like leveling, going through campaign stuff, it's so nice. And I'm so glad it got a, a little bit of a, like I think it was 160% increase or whatever. But um, it was really nice when that happened because I just like the companion, just how it shoots and feels. K6, your turn, bud. I got a few, man. I got a few. <laughs> you got the floor. Go for it. All right, we got the crit, the hail, the reflux, the DNA, the multi-tap, the smog. Um, the redistributor got back, brought back up. The Craters EMP5 actually became a slightly better gun. The Becca became amazing. The Lyuda got buffed. Uh, the Hellfire still sucks. Um, Here. <laughs> well, they made it a doll. Okay. If they didn't make it a doll, it would have been yeah. fine. That is, yeah. that is my and statement. They made it, if they had made it a Malawan, it, we'd, that'd probably be the only thing we use. 
but the butcher got buffed this year. Kings and King, Kings and Queens call, Rowan's call, Lucian's call. The unkempt Herald got a big buff. Uh, I could go on and on, man. I don't know. So many good buffs. Is there one that you can like just pick out and highlight as the the change of changes? Uh, probably the crit. Like that that gives everybody like something they can get. Like as soon as you unlock uh, mayhem, you can instantly go to mayhem eleven or mayhem ten if you are crazy, and go to Moxie Tipper and get a crit right off the bat, and then that'll carry you. Excellent. And then it gets yeeted off the cliff. Yeah, like Moxie does. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And the uh, Unkempt Herald now does like more damage than most rocket launchers as a pistol. Yes. Oh, wow. That's I didn't good. actually even know that. That's amazing. I it's need to stronger that than the Borderlands 2 Unkempt Herald. Wow. And that's yeah. saying something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That gun got me through uh, not only Borderlands 2 many, many, many playthroughs, but also Borderlands 2 VR. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That would be a good gun for Borderlands 2 VR. I mean, yeah. Okay. I I haven't tried it. I remember trying it when it first launched or when it first came out for Borderlands 3. And then I just like used it for nostalgia and then moved on. So I haven't tried it since. Now I really want to go back. So good. Cool. Real quick. Was there any changes or, or gear that kind of wound up falling flat? Or was there a piece of gear that any of you felt deserve the change that never wound up getting one alex bain oh yeah that's a actually a really has been point. buffed like four times and it still sucks yeah it's pretty terrible it's uh it's in a, a league with the wood blocker isn't it a <laughs> uh, wood blocker is better wow Alex bane wow yeah yeah the malix bane still consumes what two ammo per shot and does like half the damage of the wood blocker. So I mean, you yeah. gotta have some bad apples amongst all the good, right? Yeah. True. To. Yeah. I I I'm really saddened by I wanted I want the I wanted the cloud kill to yeah. be a yeah. mayhem, high mayhem, like like a gun that I could use all the way through and like use it at the end game and you just can't, especially how you know with anointments and stuff and it, it can't be anointed um so i wish i i would have loved to had the cloud kill as like an anointed gun and just had a better you know better overall damage on it maybe maybe not even damage to the gun or maybe the the, the cloud did more damage or 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 something because it was you know like a memory of of maya and yeah maya got the shit in the stick a lot <laughs> in borderlands 3 yeah <laughs> i um, shot out dust <laughs> a reverse vacuum sad. god I, Mara, I don't feel so good <laughs> yeah I, I feel like crying. i feel like for me it would be between the cloud kill also because maya literally yeah. favorite character ever but mm-hmm. also the um Oh God! Uh, I just had it in my head, and now it's gone. Of course, um, the cutsman, the cutsman. So I loved that gun for a yeah. really, really long time, and then unfortunately, it. I think it, it's not even that it got nerfed; it mostly just got outshone by other guns, and there were other guns to satisfy that niche, and that made sense with new DLC and new content coming out. It's all fair. Like I really can't complain about it. 
but there was just something really special about the cutsman. It was just very satisfying to use. And, and so I'm a little bit sad that it got outshone by other things. I love that gun. I still have very many of them. <laughs> I RIP weapons, the carrier. Yeah. used to love oh, that thing. That's so Rip. bad now. Oh. Uh, crossroads got done dirty. <laughs> Forever three projectiles. Um, and then homing the recursion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that one was brutal. Also, the NARP got buffed by increasing its mag size, I think, by one. <laughs> possibly my favorite buff. <laughs> That's when I hope we have Graham on one day and you can ask him, why did you give it just one extra magazine bullet? Like, what? Come on, guys. Makes all the difference. I feel, I feel like the yellow, did the yellow cake also get kind of a, a rip as well? It's just not as... It, it's still really good. It was yeah. like, I think it was like splitting and it's extra projectiles. We're getting the original base damage instead of getting like cut in half. Yeah. It yes. wasn't a nerf. Oh, it was a fix. Yeah. 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 So, that was a fix. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The it's amount still of, really good. Yeah. That, that one was literally just a fix though. There's so much math. We've talked about this before, but <sighs> there's so much math that goes into every single bullet that is in this game. Not just every single gun, but every single bullet, like, like as it leaves right. the gun, as it hits the enemy, what happens to it on its way there. Just so many yeah. things. There's so much yeah. math. It's amazing. Um, a lot of people call these buff or call these nerfs and most nerfs are not nerfs. They are actually fixes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because I mean, it's honestly, I don't know how they even keep track of it because there's just so many things happening at once to affect that one item's damage that, and there's so much damage as Moxie would put it, that it's just like, how do they even figure out what, what it is that's doing something funky. Right. And it's really hard to anticipate because sometimes people just, put together combinations of, of things that are wild. Um, and that's part of the beauty of the game, of course. But some things just become a little bit too OP when they are broken. They've left some things that I think were broken that they were just like, it's okay, people are having fun with it. It's not, it, it doesn't like change the balance of the game that much, so we'll just like leave it. <laughs> um, they've definitely done that too. So, you know, it's just when it's kind of game-breaking or, or just oh, like when it really negatively affects balancing and and limits people's sort of variety of choice when it comes to guns and playstyles and all the things builds um that they really need to like fix things like that so oh yeah the director's cut launched this year as well yes that was this year for those of you keeping track of all the crazy things that have happened it was actually this year. And as far as we know, currently it is the final DLC for Borderlands 3, which included a bunch of features, including the director's cut of Maya's funeral, which added a lot of context and we'll talk about in a second here. Ava and her podcast, Mysterious Lear, which I would actually listen to. It was kind of cool, especially towards the end. Yeah. She wound up being right. Yep. It was an extraterrestrial <laughs> force. She was right the whole time. Yep. Uh, vault cards in all three seasons of it, which include Fallen Heroes, Welcome to Pandora, and Bunker Masters, which was actually very well encapsulated in your recap of 2021 video, Moxie. Uh, the Diamond Key Stories. Maurice's vending machine, of course, we talked about that earlier, was added this year as well. And Hemavorous and spoilers, wink again, Vermivorous returned. Sweetie. 
How was your experience with the director's cut? My luck is awful. All right, we'll start <laughs> off with that. <laughs> I only gotten one diamond key out of I don't know how many levels I've gotten one. And everyone tells me, oh, I've gotten like five. I'm like, oh, I'm just here with one. I'm probably, I don't even, I have to add up how many chests I've opened, but I've only gotten one and it was a magical time. And I was like, I was in the vault room, you know, looking at all the goodies on the wall. I'm like, I don't know what to pick. I'm panicking. There's too much to pick from. There's too many to look at. And like, it's ticking down, right? I forget what it starts out at, but you got a couple more seconds. I'm like, oh no, we're less than 10 seconds left. It gets down to five seconds. I'm like, I don't know what to pick. I have to just pick at the last second. It gets to five seconds and it closes. Just so you know, it doesn't close at one. It closes at like five seconds. So oh, I missed no. another one. Out of the one golden or one diamond key that I've gotten, I missed a drop in it too because I was panicking too much because I didn't know what to pick. Oh, no. It was <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a single diamond key since. And it is awful. I can't, I have no luck with it. It was so sad. Game's out to get you. It, it yeah. really is. But just, overall, just for... everything else, I love it. Like <laughs> <But, laughs> that podcast, I love going through that. That was amazing. Yeah. Especially with the cool. environments. I love just going through the environments and literally going corner to corner in like those, like the back alleys, you know, yeah. with all the, in the, like the cutoff, like the police the, it's kind of like electricity in a way. I forget what it's actually called, but yeah, it was such a cool environment to go through and see all like all the different like graffiti and posters and all the signs. It's super cool if you go and look at all the details. There's so many, and it's amazing. And they're it, all good references to kind of like in-universe stuff going on yeah. too. So that's the level of detail. If you like trash piles, they're tra We're gonna bring it all the way home. <laughs> They're trash piles, essentially. They're lovely to look at and examine because they're just so well-designed. Yeah. Uh, Moxie, how are you feeling about the director's cut? Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I mean, personal favorite part, like I knew, we obviously knew that there was going to be a raid boss coming that was very advertised. Um, and we knew Ava's murder mysteries were going to be part of it. But I wasn't really expecting like Ava Murder Mysteries to be my favorite part of it, which it was, especially the Seer fight. Like that, and like we, I, I consider that basically to be on the same level as Vermi. It was an awesome fight and still like one of my favorites to do in the game. And that whole section, I uh, really, really enjoyed. Big and same. the expansion on the planets was cool. I wish they had expanded on Athenas because I really, really loved that planet. But the ones that we did get were awesome. I was a little shocked, actually, that we didn't get a little bit more of Athena's, especially considering what they were trying to promote as the idea of Mysterious Lear. Um, but so it goes. I, I can only imagine how difficult that actually might be. Uh, and it's even made more amusing when you find out that Athena's was the first map that they worked on and the last map that they actually completed, which <laughs> is a true fact. That is that is a true story. Mystique Siren, you're up. What do you got yes. for us? Um, I, I love the director's cut. Um, I was I was very excited uh, for the vault cards. Um, the and and at first I kind of was like, oh, I'm gonna deal with Ava. <laughs> um, but honestly, Ava redeemed herself in my eyes um, with with the director's cut um, and just in general with the 
the funeral scene. Anytime I play do a new playthrough, I skip the scene. I skip the the dust scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I go straight like I go straight back to sanctuary and then I quit the game and I go watch the funeral scene and I just ignore the the whole like like teenager like freak out that that Ava has. I just ignore that and I replace it with the funeral scene. Um, is what I do because and that's what in my head happened. Um, so I, I loved I loved all the the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and to kind of build on what uh, Tweety said about her one diamond key during the hunt, I actually we weren't allowed to open up vault card chests. So I had 48 chests accumulated from the hunt. I opened every single one of them on a stream. I had 34 regular keys, one diamond key, 10 cosmetics, nine iridium, and three guns. So if that makes you feel any better, BD. Um, all, the, all the vault cards won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, like it, it definitely made me really like Ava um, a lot more um, with that funeral scene. Um, I wish that would have been in, in Borderlands from the beginning and that whole her freak out scene just completely gone. Um, so because because Ava is definitely a good character and, and the funeral scene showed it and the mysterious lair, you know, DLC definitely showed it. So um, and she I just loved her narration. It was great. She, she she was she did so good with the narration. Her voice actress did really, really well. So. But yeah. K6, what are you thinking about, bud? All right, so one of the things that I don't think anybody seems to really talk about, and I don't want to like give anything away. I want everybody to like actually go experience it, but there is some nice beefy lore in the director's cut with the uh, Ava Murder Mysteries, with uh, the interactions you get toward the end, and you hear some of the events that have happened in the past and why they happened. And I think there's some really cool stuff in there. Um, and also, did I mention the Revolter? All right, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I was on a Bordercast and I had talked to Tess and Mitsu about my theory about Lilith after the director's cut had come out about how she's actually in the vault and she's where the vaults are interdimensional. Technically, she's not part of the, the universe anymore. And I think that she's the seventh siren. And mm. I got that from the lore from that the end of end of that that dlc um and yeah so the lore in that is definitely a, a top such a good theory i have no idea if that's ultimately i don't know cool. like yeah i'm <laughs> sure they'll pay it off eventually and and whether that might that's right or not i don't know but it's just such a good theory um i i loved the director's cut for the same reasons as you guys like i loved the seer fight i loved the um lore i loved ava's kind of i don't know not um justification but like her her coming into her own like i like i feel like this was the ava that we all wanted from the beginning that agree yeah that we finally got to know and that whole funeral scene like maya is literally favorite cried. character yeah like forever i cried so hard yeah my little baby yeah and it was just it was just such a joy to have that happen um the previous dlc uh two dlcs before that the dlc for um the creek dlc did a lot to make me feel a lot better because she's like still alive within him and we got to hang out with her a little bit that helped a lot for me but this dlc really really kind of like 
made things right, I think. Um, and there's just so much cool stuff in it. If you haven't seen all of the behind the scenes stuff, as somebody that's at all interested in sort of game development, I super, super recommend, or even just like story development, any of the details of how they made this game. It's really interesting, some of the stuff that's in there. And I super recommend checking it out. Big time. Seasonal events returned and then decided to stay. Love in the Air and Revenge of the Cartels came back temporarily, but we all <laughs> screamed as loud as humanly possible, and Gearbox was kind enough to listen and implement, so they incorporated all three of the holiday-themed events, Love in the, in the Air, Revenge of the Cartels, and uh, why am I blanking on it now? Of course, the one time I actually have to remember the name is when I blank on it. Um, the Halloween event. We'll just say that. Bloody, that. Harvest. bloody Harvest. Yeah, bloody bloody harvest. harvest. Thank you. Wow, I'm terrible at my job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're incorporated into the game permanently with players being able to choose which event was actually active. Uh, we're very thankful and appreciative to Gearbox and 2K for making that happen because everybody, wa especially for Revenge of the Cartels, everybody wanted it. On another note, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was announced and revealed to the world. And we've learned so much, yet still so little, about this upcoming game. Just so everybody is aware, because we hear it all the time, I'm sure everybody here on the panel today, Tess and I especially, and all of our social media channels, there is a lot of confusion. This is a standalone game. It is not an expansion to what? Borderlands 3 or 2. I know. Wild, Completely separate right? games. Yeah. <laughs> Completely Borderlands. separate Entirely new. Potentially yes. a whole new franchise. We're hoping, certainly, mm -hmm. right? Um, I really, trust. really hope. Like, I really, I mean, this is pure speculation, but I really, really hope that there's a Borderlands 4 and 5 and 6 and 7 and beyond. And I also hope there's a Wonderlands 2 and 3 and 4 and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that they kind of like exist together at the same time as two franchises because then we get more amazing, amazing, amazing gameplay in two separate franchises and universes they're related but they're not the same right wonderlands is all fantasy and magic and melee and craziness it's a whole new world you guys and it's a whole new game so yes. it's based on a dlc it's based on the assault on dragon's keep dlc that came out for borderlands 2 one of the most beloved dlcs for video games anywhere ever um so many people love that dlc myself included and we're lucky to have it and uh, the idea for Wonderlands came from that, but it's its own thing. Completely. Uh, I'm personally hoping that despite the two games kind of going their separate ways a little bit here, especially since, what is it? Uh, uh, Wonderlands actually takes place a few weeks after Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. I'm kind of hoping that the two games will still influence each other in certain ways and that events of Borderlands 2 and even kind of the foreshadowing of Borderlands 3, you can see that uh, sprinkled in there in everything that influences what goes on in Wonderlands, but we'll have to see. Uh, the overworld looks phenomenal. And now is where I'm going to ask the panel. We have the Berserker, we have the Stabomancer, we have the Spellshot, and of course, my favorite so far, the Clawbringer. Where's everybody at? Who's choosing their mains? What is it looking like? And I'm, of course, going to start with K6. Stabomancer, baby. Really? Why? Mm -hmm. I like to stab stuff and go invisible. 
I guess I guess I can't argue that all that much. <laughs> sound logic. That's very, very fair. Sound. <laughs> Moxie, you look deep in thought, so that means you're next. Um, of the classes revealed, the uh, spellcaster class. What's the correct spell title shot. of spell shot? Spell shot. Yes. Yeah, dual wielding. I mean, we all know how dual wielding works in Borderlands games. Mm. Being able to dual wield spells sounds very crazy, and also like the synergies and the combos between different spells looks really good. And from the gameplay we've seen, it looks very like fluid, like casting and swapping between that and like guns. However, the class I've done some like breakdowns of it. But there is pretty from the gameplay. It looks like there is a class that is keeps doing that like necrotic slam that does that like big red AOE around everything, and that I don't think has been revealed yet. So I'm very curious about that because I love classes like that. So that's the thing. Might be playing that between that and the uh, the spell shot. Spell shot does look really good. Uh, the dual wielding of spells. You bring up a very Salvador influenced point. Uh, I want to see how they actually manage to balance that because dual wielding in a lot of games is a problem. This goes, I mean, back many, many years. Uh, but Mystique Siren, you're next. Who are you um, playing? Yep, I'm going to go. So before they revealed Spell Shot, I was definitely eyeing the stab, Stabo Daddy. Um, uh, but it's definitely going to be Spell Shot. I agree with Moxie. Um, the dual wielding of spells, what they call it in the trailer, hexpedestrious, I think is what they called it. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to do the spell shot. Um, and like, if we kind of look at other, you know, like role-playing games, there's a lot of like, like necromancers or, or stuff like that. Like how Moxie was saying with the, with the red aura, if there is like a necromancer, I would probably go back and forth because that necromancer does spells as well as really usually really good with spells and stuff like that too. And like raising the dead and all that stuff. So, um, I, uh, I agree with Moxie wholeheartedly on this spell shot, but we still have two more classes, so it might change. That's true. And that's actually an excellent point. They have said that there will be two more classes announced. So as, as much as we can speculate here about what we're going to choose, it's always subject to change uh, a point of order there you brought it up a while ago moxie before borderlands 3 was announced flack was the most anticipated character with what 40 percent of the vote and flack was also the last revealed character it makes me wonder what they're keeping in their back pocket for these last two classes because i love the way the clawbringer looks what could possibly top that sweetie what do you think I like melee stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Does this mean Berserker? Um, this means Berserker, yeah. I love, like, like Frost Cryo stuff is always my jam. And then you combine melee stuff and that combined, you have me. I'm locked in. You've, you've, it's set for me. At least, like, spinning to win and then, like, the leap with the slam. That's my jam. It really is. That's why I'm looking forward to that. Based on the that information. is kind of melee, though, too, right? Yeah, so I yeah. could kind of see going in that way, too. But the Berserker and their skills that I've seen so far is 
what I like the most, but definitely like Clawbringer stuff as well is super cool looking, but they all look amazing. I'm gonna be yeah. honest, it's really hard to choose right now. We're gonna play all of them. It's yeah, I'm gonna play all of them anyway, but that's probably where I'll start off with, I'm thinking, unless yeah. something crazy comes out of their back pocket right now, so. That's what I was gonna suggest. You mean, you don't have to necessarily choose one or the other. There's going to be multi-classing options. You could multitask with Berserker and then have your minor be in studies involving claw bringing. Yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> what about you, Mitsu? Me? Uh-huh. What? I mean, I love the claw bringer. I'll just, okay. I'll just put it that way. The fact that you can chuck a hammer and then bring it back to you, you know, it's, that's a lot of fun. I echo Tweety's sentiments. Melee is a lot of fun in video games. Uh, Borderlands... They've tried a few times. It's kind of hard in an RPG environment like Borderlands to do melee right. I look at Zero, whose melee prowess is legendary, at least in universe, but actually in practice, it varies. You know, sometimes it struggles until you realize that melee in Borderlands 2 also had infinite vertical height. Spoilers, by the way. I don't know how many people actually knew that. I keep forgetting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you were playing Zero, for example, and Bunker flies over your head and you do a melee attack, you actually will hit it, which is a lot of fun. Um, so we'll have to see. You know, uh, like I said, the first six class, there are going to be six classes. It's a, a stark departure from the four that we're used to. Uh, I don't know how many talent trees I think they will have. So we'll have to see how they even divvy the classes themselves up further everybody to play with but uh it's it's really anybody's guess tess same question to you of course um it's hard for me to answer this because there's just so much cool things but i i okay so i really love stabbing things a lot i super agree with k6 there um <laughs> stab a mancer all the way but spell shot also so one thing i realized is i've played a lot of rpg games that are very melee focused and i've played them as a melee player um, as much as I possibly could. And I've never really used magic in those games. But as an RP player, I'm in a bunch of role play shows and, and have been, you know, really getting into that over the last couple of years. Uh, I actually really love the idea of using magic. I also have been doing more melee than magic. I think I finally need to just go for it and and get my butt doing some crazy awesome magic right why not so so i think i don't know i mean i think we will all end up playing all of the characters eventually i think i'm probably gonna start with stabomancer but i might start with spellshot i'm probably gonna combine the two i just don't know which one will be my like main i guess or first choice i don't know i'm gonna wait and see i'm i'm gonna wait until they Tell us what the other two things are, because I'm too curious. <laughs> I think that at this point, that's a pretty fair assessment, considering what we've learned from previous Borderlands experiences. Uh, real quick, it's worth mentioning, Wonderlands arrives March 25th of 2022. And don't forget the Knights of Butt Stallion pre-order pack that you can only get by pre-ordering through one of our fabulous content creator codes, which is now where I'm going to shut up and let everybody promote their codes real quick. Uh, whoever wants to jump in and go first, just go ahead and plug your stuff. 
So I think I think everybody has links posted, right? Yeah, links. So, yes. it's, yeah. it's a link, not a code. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah. links. Yeah, the links yeah. is yeah. Uh, yeah. Mine's H V B W six four one four three two. I'm like, does he have this memorized? <laughs> That's impressive. I'm going to Twitter right now. Yeah, like, just just go to everyone's Twitter or Twitch. Like yeah. mine is in my Twitch panels. I need to pin it on Twitter. I posted it, but then I forgot Same. to pin it because I'm a doofus. But yeah, it's like mine is in my Twitch panels. So if you go to the about section on Twitch, and I'm sure it's in a lot of other people's as well there, um, you'll see it there. You can just click on the image of Wonderlands and get use that. Thank you very much if you choose to do so. But for a lot of guys, including uh, K6 and I think Tweety and Moxie and Mystique um, and probably Mitsu, it's on their Twitter. Or if it's not already on their Twitter, it will be because it. Yeah, you guys should repost that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be actively promoting everybody else's but my own. That that is my strategy. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. 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 I think it's pinned on a lot of a lot of people's Twitters. And then I know like I have it on my in my Twitch panel as well. Yeah. Too. And yeah. there are a ton of other really awesome creators on the Wonderlands crew, right? So Epic NNG, uh Trisha, um, there's like a ton of people. Definitely just go and check out all of the creators, use their codes, you know, watch them stream it when they start streaming it. Hopefully in three months it's too far away i wish it was here already oh god um but yeah just use everybody's codes you know who, whoever you're watching if you're gonna get it just use somebody's code because why not right Makes sense to me. <laughs> ah we celebrated our 100th episode this year which also coincided with us being on the gcx space station the gcx space station was a fun idea that suffered unfortunately from a few setbacks but we were super honored to be included as part of their programming slate this year uh, I personally will be coming back as a host of the G uh, Gaming Community Expo this year, and I'm keeping my fingers very crossed, almost to the point of having them bleed, that things will be much better on a global, national scale so we can chill out, have a wonderful time down in Florida, a very safe and successful show, and that even Gearbox and 2K might even feature something related to Wonderlands at the event. As a, as a disclaimer, of course, I do not know if that's the case. This is just me once again wishing out loud. There was a Borderlands movie. You might have heard of it. We don't know too much about it per se, but we do know the principal cast, which includes Kate Blanchett as Lilith, Roland as Kevin, or being played by Kevin Hart, Tannis, Jamie Lee Curtis, Krieg, Florian Montanu, Tiny Tina, Ariana Greenblatt, Crom as Olivia Richters, and Claptrap played by Jack Black, of all people, which amused the ever-loving heck out of me. It also will feature Commander Knox being played by Janina Gavankar, uh, Decalion Atlas, man, that is a hard name to say, played by Edgar Ramirez, Marcus being played by Benjamin Byron Davis, Scooter and Ellie, Stephen Boyer and Ryan Redmond, respectively, and of course, the incomparable Gina Gershon as Moxie, with Bobby Lee as, uh, Larry? Who the heck is Larry? <laughs> yeah, this is just listed on the IMDb, just Larry. I don't know what that means, but I guess that's happening. Uh, it seems like it's set in an alternate Borderlands universe, which, so the characters might feel the same, but the overarching story might be slightly different. And Florian especially has gone ahead in interviews saying that if you are a fan of the series, if you love the humor and violence of it, the movie is going to bring all that to the forefront. So while the story might seem a little bit different, everything that you love that makes you smile, that makes you laugh and cry and enjoy the Borderlands universe, it will be there in this movie. Um, 
We don't really have a concept of what the principal cast actually looks like yet, other than silhouettes that were posted by Jamie Lee Curtis about two months back. Oh, and the claptrap photo when they announced that the filming, principal filming, had come to a close. We have suspected for a long time on this show that Ariana's actually a fan and watch, uh, as conspicuously every time we talk about it, several ideas and concepts that we mention on the show just magically appear on Twitter. She's doing <laughs> something awesome related to it. The She's Hunt the Goes best. Burr being the most recent example where she was showcasing some awesome merch from The Hunt Goes Burr. And from the bottom of our hearts, we would like to extend a thank you for enjoying the show, if it's true, and for being our tiny Tina on the silver screen. Thank you so much. Um, real quick, anybody can jump in with this one. Thoughts on the movie? So far. Excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So excited. Yep. Very, 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 very excited. I know, it's, I, it's hard to speculate because we know so little, right? No, <laughs> I'm yeah. waiting for that trailer. Yeah, so oh my God. I can't wait to see trailers. I can't wait to see everybody in the movie just embody those characters because I know that all of them have been transformed. I feel like Ariana in particular just like took on, I don't know if, if her personality yep. just matches Tiny Tina so well or she just took that on so well, but she's just... She's just amazing. Okay, I'm fangirling a little, but she's amazing. <laughs> and I think she does a really good job. And I'm so excited to see her. And I'm so excited to see everybody else, too. I think they all like they chose such a good cast, I think. And I'm super excited to see them all collaborate and and like really embody these characters that we love. I'm so excited to see the world realized, you know, because uh, recently, actually, I, I had read a series of books uh, when I was a kid and recently it's been made into a TV show. And like, it doesn't even matter what they got right or what they got wrong to me. It's so cool to see some of the things that I sort of made up in my head while I was reading them. Right. And and we have images in our heads from Borderlands, obviously, but there's a whole new story I think that's probably going to happen in this in this movie right it's it's its own arc of the Borderlands universe and it's going to fit the medium and they're going to like live action present us with things in the world that we never could have imagined before and I'm just so excited to see all of the things that they come up with the characters the environments the events that happen between them everybody being together it's just gonna be so cool I'm sorry I'm Super fangirling because I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of right. I think Ariana and Jamie Lee are two like that are going to just nail it like a hundred percent. Jamie Lee I, Curtis has that eccentric personality yes. that one would need to channel their inner tennis. So I'm really <laughs> excited to see how she brings that to the I, Well, I'm a tennis lover. Everybody knows yeah, this. Yeah. I, I'm not ashamed of it. She's number one. I think number two is probably Maya. I'm sorry, Tess. I just, I really love tennis. She's just my kind of crazy. Fair. Um, very fair, right? Uh, so, and then when she became a siren, spoilers, that made me really happy too. But Wait, what? 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 I'm just, what? I'm just kidding. Do you imagine if, if, like, do you imagine if Jamie Lee Curtis just sprouts wings and she's like, "Lol, I have oh control my over God. all the technology now." I would be so oh, happy. Cool. That's in the sequel. Spoilers. <laughs> do you imagine? We hope. We hope. Yes. Uh, I, uh, so the movie seems really good. Uh, apropos to nothing, K six, you want to get burgers sometime? Yes. Cool. Uh, we interviewed four leading minds behind Borderlands Science. 
talking with uh, Dr. Knight, Dr. Valdishpool, uh, Mr. Santner, and Mr. Richard was a lot of fun. Tess and I had a great time speaking with all four of those wonderful gentlemen, and we gained so many cool insights about Borderlands science and what citizen science is in general. Uh, real quick, because uh, we are pressed for time a little bit now, I just wanted to ask everybody uh, just any anecdotes that they might want to share about Borderlands science, because it really is a fun game independent of Borderlands itself. I love it Poop. so much. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I mean, it's true. Clean yeah. and poop. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. So good. Um, I just think it's so incredibly cool that they were able to implement uh, like a scientific thing and, and, and to have us as gamers do work for them while playing a game. And it, like it's, it's furthered their knowledge so much and so fast. One of the things that we got from doing that episode, one of the sort of pieces of knowledge that I didn't even realize was a thing, was we gave them so much information. We're still giving them so much information that it's going to take them many, many years to even sort through it all. Like, gamers are incredibly powerful. All of us, this community, we've seen that with charity streams. We've seen that with Borland Science as well. We're capable of so much, putting in so much time and energy and so many people getting together and, and doing cool things. And how much we furthered the science that they're trying to work on and how much information we've given them is beyond even their ability to like deal with it that quickly. And it's amazing. And they're just going to continue to work through it as quickly as they can over the next several years. Um, and, and like, it'll be really interesting to see in five years, in 10 years, what the results are then. Cause right now they've gotten so much information. They've gotten a ton of results from it already. Um, and it's a really, really amazing example of how the gaming industry and the scientific sort of academic, not industry, but but zone <laughs> um, can come together. And uh, it's just really exciting to see where where it goes and what the results tell us like 10 years from now. I'm, I really want to see I want to come back and do like a border cast with those borderland science developers and and talk to them and see what some of the results are then that will be really really cool to see very much so bunkers and badasses finally made it to all of our doorstops so first question has anybody here on the panel actually had a chance to play it yet not yet no k6 soon nope not yet it has been the holiday season so i am not terribly surprised and then of course we have some unfortunate global affairs that are kind of rearing its ugly head, hopefully in its last death throes gasp. Um, but I could understand why that is. What are your plans, though, everybody, for when you do get a chance to play? Uh, definitely going to have Vanderforge be my bunker master. Yeah. Oh, boy. Nice. He's trying to... He was, he's, ever since it was released, he's wanted to get a whole bunch of people playing it all at the same time, and I think that'd be... Absolutely yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. So this would be my first that. too. I've never I done know. same. So that never would be anything. insane if we can get that going. It's so much fun. I love doing role play stuff like this, tabletop RPG stuff like this. So of course I want to see a show happen. I want to be a part of one. I maybe even want to do one, host one myself. I don't know. I've never been a bunker master or a dungeon master or anything. So that would be very new for me. Um, but possibly. Um, one of the things that makes it a little bit of a challenge, I think, and, and probably why nobody's seen a show yet, um, because it did just launch, it is holidays, Mitzi's absolutely right, but also a lot of the current kind of tabletop shows, D&D &D itself and many others, 
are um, they have an online version that people can play so that the math, because there's a lot of math involved um, and and all of that stuff is done for them and they can do it more easily in a fair way, like online via like Zoom and things like that. Right. Um, Roll20, D&D Beyond. There's a lot of different kind of formats out there. Um, Sheriff Pyrek. I believe, who is an amazing showrunner over at the Borderlands official Discord, uh, is working on getting Bunkers and Badasses into one of these online platforms. So if anybody has any help or tips or advice, um, throw them at me on Twitter. That's definitely a thing that I think will make it much easier. Um, so hopefully, eventually, once the holidays are over, we can find a way to make this work. For everybody and make it a little bit easier because definitely like it's really fun being able to roll the dice yourself but like going through the math especially if you're doing a show on twitch and streaming it's a lot <laughs> so it would be really great to have like an online kind of version um or to input it in, into one of the online systems that already exist right um it'll make it easier for viewers to understand it'll make it easier for the players to play and for the dms or the bunker masters to run so I think it's just going to take a little bit of time, but we'll hopefully see a lot more shows popping up after the new year, which is so soon. <laughs> and uh, as a quick aside, the board game and the tabletop game go hand in hand because if you get that Ultimate Collector's Edition, especially, you're getting probably somewhere in excess of 200 figurines, maybe more. I might be lowballing that by a lot, but you would be getting tons and tons of figures that you could also use with bunkers and badasses the actual tabletop game so if you love the series that much definitely consider uh getting both i obviously i already have but i can't wait to actually use them in bunkers and badasses the actual proper tabletop and see how that goes all right there is your year there i i didn't put it in the notes but i'm just gonna have a special mention uh, congratulations again to gearbox for their new budding partnership with Embracer as well. That was a big deal. And hopefully that leads to bigger and better things in 2022, words. Um, I'm going to start with Foxy. I'm gonna start with you. If you'd like to take a few minutes to say a few words now that we've reached the end of the program and the end of the year, please take the time, whatever you'd like to share, say, plug, go ahead, you have the floor. Pressure. Um, just wanted to say thank you to uh, Gearbox for another amazing year of support. Uh, to all the people that support all the amazing Borderlands creators here and in chat and elsewhere. Uh, you guys are incredible. Thank you for watching us and supporting us. It really means the world. And uh, thank you for uh, to Mitsu and Tess for running this awesome show and having me on as guest. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Let's go Wonderlands. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We have to get the team scarves made up now or jerseys or something like that. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Mystique Siren, you are next. Okay. So I told Tess, I was like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I probably wouldn't be here where I'm at today as a streamer, as a content creator, if it wasn't for Borderlands. Um, I took a chance on a wacky, crazy looking game on the shelves of video game store, you know, back when Borderlands first came out. And it's just like, if I wouldn't have played Borderlands back when it first came out, 
Um, if I wouldn't have taken a chance, I don't know that I would be into streaming. I don't know that I would be as into gaming as, as I am. And I don't think I would have found, you know, as many other great communities, um, after getting into looter, looter shooters. Um, so, you know, thank you to just the community for always making the Borderlands directories feel like home. Even if you've been away for a few days, a week, a month, a year, you come back and people are just like, we missed you. Like, welcome back. And um, Borderlands 2 was the very first game that I ever bought a collector's edition for. And I'm not stopping now. I'm going to keep every, every single, every single Borderlands or Borderlands related game. It's just going to, I'm going to get the best thing. Um, Cause it's, I want to support the the developers. I want to support the company because um, they, they are in turn supporting me um, and believing in me and taking a chance on me as a content creator. Um, so thank you, Gearbox. And thank you, Borderlands for, and thank you to everybody in the community um, for just being my friend you guys are great i love you Mwah. thank you <laughs> tweety and i didn't cry <laughs> yeah i think we all everyone here can say that the borderlands community is absolute top tier when it comes to the people around the amount of support that everybody gives each other whether that's just being a streamer being just a person in the community like you go into any borderlands chat i tell you you're gonna find somebody you know whether it's from a different stream it is incredible you just go in and say hi and everybody else is like oh hi how's it going it's so good and i love this community uh of course i wouldn't be here without it it's absolutely incredible and the amount of support that we all share e each other and give each other is insane absolutely insane as you can see with charity and everything else it's absolutely incredible i can't find any other community that's about as crazy as we are as in a good and good way of course but uh thank you for everything that you've done for me and everybody else um we all thank you so so much and it's we really all wouldn't be here without every single one of you and all of your support so I appreciate all of you and looking forward to Wonderlands and that is going to bring a lot of people back and it's going to be so insane as well. Super excited for it. Killer Six, you're usually a man of few words. What do you got for us, bud? Thanks. It's your test. You guys do amazing work. I appreciate you guys. Uh, the community, like everybody said, this community is amazing. I want to send a special thank you to Noel who always goes above and beyond to uh, try and drop in on people's streams and make sure that um, our communication gets heard by devs. Um, also want to thank Josh from 2K, who he was actually the impetus uh, for doing the winter uh, hunt. He, he had said, hey, do you guys think maybe you could do a winter one before Wonderlands comes out? And I was like, that's a great idea. Uh, Mental Mars, another community badass. Want to say thanks to him um big shout out to jolts dude i know that he's going through a bit of a rough patch right now so uh everybody in chat just say thanks jolts dude real quick and we miss uh, you, yeah thank you we, do. We, we miss jolts real bad so but yeah man love you guys appreciate you guys it's been an amazing year and that's all i got to say ass <laughs> Oh God. Okay. Uh, Mystique and I, we had this conversation last night. Not crying. Yeah. Not, Not crying. crying. It's fine. Oh God. These um, are tears. Yeah. I'm wearing waterproof makeup just in case. Um, <laughs> seriously. Um, 
definitely to echo to echo K6 first off jolts I I I feel your pain it's man um it, it it just sucks when you can't do what you love for any reason um and so like all all the love his way and and we're so lucky to have him in this community and we're so lucky to have subpar lover in this community who has gone through a cancer scare this year and or cancer experience this year um he's fighting it like nobody's business and kicking butt and uh we have so many incredible incredible people in this community every single one of you guys sitting in this call with me right now um every single streamer uh mental mars who has hosted this incredible website that helped you know me and mitsu so much this whole time uh sheriff pyrek and uh like all of the mods and all of the showrunners over at the Borderlands Discord, you guys are all amazing. To everybody at 2K and Gearbox, I mean, Noel, of course, who's always here and always stopping by streams and being amazing. Um, Max Babin and Matt Cox and Mario Rodriguez and a whole bunch of other, Graham, of course, everybody that interacts with us on Twitter, in our streams, stops by and is just so, like, it, they're so clearly so passionate about this game and this community and, and the, the creator community and just listening to everybody and trying to give us the best possible experience. Um, Randy said something, uh, you know, like somewhere in the very beginning when Borderlands was launching, I remember when we went to the reveal event and he said something on Twitter about how all they want to do is make sure we're all having as much fun as possible. You know, like that's their entire goal as developers and as as people that make these beautiful experiences for us to enjoy every single day on our PCs at home, together with friends, in every way possible. And I feel like they've done that so much in so many ways. And I mean, everybody that we worked with at 2K, everybody that does PR and everybody that does everything there, Josh and Scott and everybody, Cami and just all the other people, Leviathan Core that we worked with um, that like manages to wrangle all of us creators, which is a really difficult job. Um, it's worse than hurting cats. Trust me, we know. We appreciate everything they do so much. Uh, they work so hard on Next Makers and, and all that stuff. The fact that the Next Makers program even exists is wild. Um, we're just, I just feel like we're so incredibly lucky. And every single one of you in this community, just a huge, massive thank you. You know, I I also like to echo what Mystique Siren said. I also wouldn't be here still as a streamer, and I don't think I would know any of you guys or would have this incredible life that I'm so lucky to have. I wouldn't have my health the same way that I have now. I wouldn't have the friends that I have now. I definitely wouldn't be as happy. I don't even know where I would be if not for Borderlands because. When I started streaming almost eight years ago, I streamed some other game for like two days and a viewer came in and recommended I try out Borderlands 2. And I was like, sure. And literally the rest is history. I ended up getting partnered because of that, because uh, a Twitch staff member who loved Borderlands came into my channel. We started talking and he was like, oh, you're you know having so much fun and talking to people. Let me like, you should take this more seriously. And then he introduced me to the Borderlands 2K crew and and literally the rest is history. And it's just been a wild, incredible ride. <laughs> I'm so excited for what comes next. Um, and and I just feel incredibly lucky to be here and to get to know all of you guys. And, and a huge, massive thank you goes to Mitsu 
who has been my partner in crime this whole time, who writes incredible scripts for all of our shows and like watches everywhere. I mean, I read the Discord and, and Reddit a lot, but Mitsu literally is everywhere. He's on Twitter, he's in Discord, he's on Reddit, he's on like Medium, he's on all the platforms. He knows every little bit of what's going on in this community and just has such a pulse on like on everything and 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 he somehow condenses it into something that makes sense <laughs> for an hour-long show every week it's mind-blowing to me so I've, i'm just so lucky that i got to know you and work with you and i'm so excited for what we're going to do in the future um to all of the other creators as well liz and and triple and damn it and everybody just there's so many incredible people in this community and we're just, I think we're very lucky to be a part of it and very, very lucky to have been able to put on this show for you guys. Um, and I'm going to shut up because I could keep talking forever and I'm definitely going to start crying. So, um. Tweety and Thank I you. forgot to thank our dad, uh, K6. And Moxie. I mean, we're, it's all of our dads. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Tess, and Tess and Brofish here. Sorry, it says Brofish on, yes, on our Yes, We love you. <laughs> Hey, that's Mitsu true. wouldn't yes. be here if not for her. He's yes, literally yes, using her very, setup. Very true. <laughs> yes, that's yes. that's actually true. I, I am I am reporting live. I think I think my wife probably just got home very recently. She just got her booster shot too. So after this, I'll probably go celebrate with her and then have to take care of her for the next two days because that booster is probably going to kick her ass. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is it is poopy butts, but it is the probably Important. the right call. Yeah. Um. Oh boy. All right. What a long strange trip it has been these two and a half years have been a wild ride right from that reveal in los angeles to right now and here we sit celebrating the life of yet another successful entry into the borderlands franchise but as with all good things good and bad they must come to an end and so too must the border cast for now we're going to take a short amount of time to regather ourselves in January as we focus on some new projects, including some fun ideas for the 2K Next Makers program. When we do return, however, we are very pleased to announce that the Border Cast is in fact becoming the Wonder Cast. How that name actually came to be, as obvious and easy as it is, is a story for another day, but that is neither here nor there. We have tremendous plans for what we would like this show to look like in the new year, and we wish to elevate our humble ragtag podcast into something just a tad more refined. And so with that in mind, I would like to extend a few, several, thank yous to those who have made this possible over the past two years. This show would not be possible without all the support from everyone at 2K Games, including Scott, Josh, Brandon, Billy, Max, and Joseph. And over at Gearbox, it would not be possible without a huge, huge thank you to Noel for being the absolute best community manager in the history of all community managers and a friend of the show that we haven't had on yet, Grumble as well as Graham, Anthony, Mario, Vanessa, Amy, Max, Matt, Steve, and of course, the big guy himself, Randy Pitchford, plus everyone and anyone at Gearbox who we have yet to meet, but watches and supports the show in their own ways. We love this series, we really do, and we look forward to Wonderlands. To Liz, Trifty5, my best woman, 
our host extraordinaire of Ultimate Vault Hunters, a consummate professional, a brilliant mind, and a true friend who was a joy to work with on Ultimate Vault Hunters, a show that I have high hopes we can retool and bring back for Wonderlands one day. Plus a few other things that, you know, are redacted and all. There's, there's stories for another time, I promise. To everybody at Kinda Funny, including Greg, Fran, and Roger, their wonderful editor, for bringing us The Borderlands Show, Ask a Psycho, which I personally loved, as we all seem to have, and for teaching me how to be a better interviewer, a better writer, and a better broadcaster. I really do hope we get to work together again very soon. To the entire team at Leviathan Corps, including and especially George, Corey, Jochuk, and Edward, who've provided a lot of back-end support and encouragement to bring the show where it is right now. And a tremendous shout out to all of our friends at AMD, including Leslie, who has been an immense resource in helping both supply the show and inform the show from that technical standpoint. I mean that quite literally, the computers at my house and the computers here in Canada are all AMD provided and they are absolutely extraordinary. Exactly. A huge shout out goes out to the entire content creation team, including our esteemed guests here on the panel today. That's all of you, by the way, as well as the entire extended team, including but not limited to Triple G, Jolt Stude, who we really hope gets better very soon. We miss you, bud. Quag, Depreesicles, Epic NNG, Lazy Data, the entire Aussie squad, and so, so many more, as well as our unofficial producers this year, Mental Mars and Sheriff Pyrrhic, who have done an amazing job helping us organize several segments on air as well as their participation and organization for the hunt and the official borderlands discord to all of you who have watched the show who have tweeted about it left a comment on the youtube section even if it's something as trite as cringe or even left us on in the background while you were doing something else like cooking thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting the show you have literally helped us build this program brick by brick and we hope the wondercast will continue that level of quality you've come to expect and that we surpass your expectations in the year ahead for every single member of the borderlands community as a whole with whom out or rather whom without first blunder of the entire speech this series would not exist Perhaps the singular most loyal, charitable, and enthusiastic fandom I have ever witnessed, let alone have the genuine honor to be a part of. A very special thank you to our good friend of the show, Mel, with whom out this all would not have been possible at all or have come to pass as it has, who changed my life personally for the better by affording me this opportunity to host the show and pushing me to be a better person, both in this industry and in life. And finally, a gigantic thank you to Tess. Tessichka, I finally got it right. My co-host <laughs> with the most. An overused cliche, but it is true. Tess does so much work behind the scenes. She's not only responsible for hosting this show, but putting up with me, as well as doing the graphics, the transitions, and all of the show editing, which is oft a thankless job of long nights, too much coffee, and repetition beyond measure. I am in awe of your work, my friend, and I am grateful that you are my co-host, privileged to call you a friend as such. I'm immensely grateful for our partnership as well, and I hope it will continue into the new year and beyond with the Wondercast and so many other projects to come. I've said it before, and I will say it again. This little show has had a big, and I mean big, impact on our lives here on the program, how Borderlands is seen by the wider world, and while it might be anecdotal, the gaming industry in general. 
content creators like Tess and myself working hand in hand with developers and publishers like Gearbox and 2K has been a deep-seated belief in my heart for the better part of 10 years. And to be on the cutting edge of that relationship growing between the two sides of the greater gaming industry as a whole is one of the largest honors of my life. Thank you, everyone. It has been an amazing year. I love doing this show, and we really wouldn't be here without you. So thank you. Okay. <laughs> Plugs. Tweety, go first. Uh, name is Tweety Expert, as it's spelled, um, on Twitter, Twitch mostly, playing a lot of games. Super excited for Wonderlands, and that's all it's going to be for once that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so super excited. Thank you for having me on. It's always been a pleasure being on. Thank you. Moxie. Uh, Moxie on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. <laughs> K6. Uh, you can find me at the usual spots, Killer6 on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff. My cat meowed when she came in the room. I don't know if you got that. It was adorable. <laughs> Oh. No, but you can meow if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Mystique Siren, now that you've got all the tears out of your eyes. So it is Mystique Siren on everything. I was lucky enough to get it uh, absolutely everywhere. Um, Mystique, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, just like our anti-hero that we all love, blue anti-hero that we all love. And uh, Siren is uh, wee-woo, wee-woo. Um, I had to do it. I had to do it for me. You said the thing. I had to do it one more time. I had to do it. Uh, but Siren is just spelled like Borderland Siren and wonder where that came from. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I'm on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, all all the things. So I'll see you there. Tess? Uh, Tessa, C H K A, or Tessachka on Twitch, Tess Games on Twitter and Instagram, uh, hopefully live on the wonderlands channel eventually <laughs> if that's a thing um i'm just honestly like thank you thank you so much literally everyone mitsu where can they find you because you're awesome twitter.com slash mitsu show m-i-t-s-u-s-h-o-w and twitch.tv slash mitsu m-i-t-s-u and instagram whenever i'm posting uh, scientific, not really scientific, videos of me throwing <laughs> boiling water in frigid temperatures and watching it immediately turn cool. into snow. That was fun. It was super cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Cool. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. All right. There's nothing left to say. The year is done, and we venture boldly into the unknown for who knows what 2022 will bring. So for one final time, on behalf of Tess myself and the entire content creation team thank you so much for joining us every single week now go forth and make some mayhem